Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. And I'm Josh. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Getaway Car. This week's episode, we are starting off with secret location number one. Yes. So Josh and I knew what this was, but Beanie did not. So as we were headed there, did you have any guesses? I remember that I guessed quite a few times, and I don't remember what any of them were. But I definitely remember being like, oh, I bet it's this. And you were like, I can't tell you. And then I'd be like, and then we'd get a little bit closer, and I'd see something else. I remember at one point we passed a farm with horses, and I guess like, oh, are we going horseback riding? Because yeah. I also didn't know if it was uh, an event, an event or... or where we're staying. I wasn't sure what we were doing. Yes, anything in the, in the world. Anything. Zero contest. Yeah, exactly. So it could have been... <laughs> been anything. And I definitely did not guess what it actually was. Well, sometimes you read my mind, so there's a slight possibility. That's true. That would have been impressive. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing was, I knew that we had to arrive within a certain time frame. And it was just for check-in, but I didn't want them to know when we had to be there. So I was like, okay, well, we have a couple hours to kill. So what do we do when we need to kill time? We go to the movies. Absolutely. We went to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. It was some nice uh, downtime in the middle of the road trip. Yeah. We like to build that in every once in a while, so it was good to take a break. Yeah. So after we went to the movies, we went to the grocery store to buy some supplies. Again, they did not know what we were buying supplies for. It was a little like on The Office when Michael tells the entire staff that they need to pack a toothbrush and a bathing suit and a ski mask and then has them show up and they have no idea what they're showing up for. We could be doing just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we got our supplies at the grocery store. (laughs) So we embarked on our final secret destination and we arrived and we saw a tree house. So I booked this through Airbnb. And at the time, I don't know if they had any particular search filters. They do now, where you can go online and you can search by quote-unquote unique stays and you can search by accommodation type. One of the accommodation types is now Treehouse, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, But they either didn't have it in 2017 or I didn't know about it in 2017. So I did a lot of research and stumbled across this listing for a Treehouse that you can rent out. Katie was Um, ahead of her time. Apparently. I'm a trendsetter. What can I say? (laughs) And so it's this adorable two-story Treehouse in the middle of Washington. Yeah, and it's on this big property. So there's you have your own kind of area to yourself. It's back in the woods and there's trees all around it. So you feel you have your own little house. There's a little pond and they have this two-story tree house, like a hammock hanging underneath and like mm-hmm. this little picnic barbecue area. It has a deck with patio furniture and stuff you can eat breakfast on, which we did. Mm-hmm. And it was just really adorable. The owner decorated it really nicely and did a really nice job setting yeah. it all up. Yeah, it's it adorable. And they were great. Amazing. I mean, they came out, they greeted us. They had their dogs with them, which obviously we geeked out over because we love dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're friendly, came out, asked where we were from, all that, and, and showed us around and showed us the accommodations, and it was it was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the property, I, we think part of it was originally a Christmas tree farm at one point, because there's this one section where there's all of these mature pine trees planted in perfectly even rows, for like <laughs> yeah. as far as you can see. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's that very cool. weird to see, but it's, it's it was very cool. Bizarre. We spent some time wandering through that, and we were like, this is wild. Yeah. But the whole place was really, really nice, and we loved our stay there. We unloaded all our stuff, and then we brought all our food down to the little picnic area and grilled our burgers and then we made a fire and had our s'mores for the evening mm-hmm. so it was just a very chill fun night yeah it was great since we've been there apparently the owners have upgraded and they now have a bathroom with the composting toilet and separate shower facilities and you can actually shower there yeah so even more reason to go there mm-hmm. so. oh i'd go back in a heartbeat absolutely it's such a good yeah. time there it was awesome and airbnb having search categories is going to be a big problem for me because <laughs> 
my to-do list and my to-go see list is going to get insanely long. What are the other search categories besides treehouse? So you can search RV or camper or yurt or... Yurt? Yeah. What is a yurt? It's one of those circular tent situations. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Glad that made sense to you. I just (laughs) did this. Circular tent. Made like wild motions with my hands and he understood. I remember the episode of New Girl too where they have yurts. (laughs) Okay, so like treehouses, beachfront, boats, tiny homes, domes, cabins, islands, yurts, farms, desert, A-frames, or more. Is there igloos? I Probably. Think, I think you can search. Houseboats? Hell yeah. Castles. You can search by castles. I'm sorry. You, you can search, search by islands. Castles. Yeah. Islands? Barns, campers, houseboats, shipping containers. Domes. Seriously. Shipping so containers. many options. Okay. <laughs> um, so I hope they're furnished shipping containers and not just an empty shipping container someone dropped down their yard. Shipping container just makes me think of Dexter. Yeah. Right. No, it seems kind of murdery. <laughs> Apparently, if you're looking for something different and unique and not just your run-of-the-mill apartment, this is now a super fun rabbit hole to go down. Way more interesting. It broke up the repetitive nature of staying in hotels and stuff too is that just something yeah. different hotel which we're used house. to but it was like a nice fun thing and we got to like hang out there and you know have our own little space to grill and hang out outside and that kind of thing so it was, it was really cool yeah, yeah it was fun we didn't have to worry so, about other people and now that i know about this feature on airbnb all of our road trips can include fun things like that yeah so stay tuned for more interesting stay <laughs> stay tuned for our stay in a yurt yeah we had one night there, and then we hit the road and went to our next scheduled stop, which was Seattle. Mm-hmm. Woo! What do you remember most about Seattle, Josh? Okay, so first of all, <laughs> Seattle, I didn't realize, was surrounded by mountains. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I mean, I knew nothing about Seattle, really. If you look out across the water, there's just mountains everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. Yeah. I was not expecting that either. Also, yeah. we had beautiful, clear weather when we got there. Yeah. yeah. Everybody says Seattle rains all the time, and it was gorgeous yeah. for our entire state. I there. fully expected it to be raining, because that's all you hear. You hear about Seattle raining all the time, and then we got beautiful sunshine, and we were like, what? what is happening? Yeah, the entire the entire time we were there, we had a clear view of Mount Rainier, which apparently is pretty rare. Mm-hmm. It's our road trip magic working again. I swear we carry a little bubble of sunshine around with us everywhere. Mm-hmm. Except for that like, one stop every trip where we get doused. Yeah. No, there was live music everywhere too. That was awesome. I, we're big music nerds, so yeah, you know, there was there was live music on every corner, which you know I of course had to stop and listen to. <laughs> it was a lot of also like it was my kind of music too. Like it was a lot of like folk yeah, music and stuff like that. And it yeah. was, you know, guy with a guitar and girl with bongos. I remember, and I was you know oh, yeah. they're really good. A lot of the buskers that we saw were awesome. Yeah. And so our first official stop in Seattle, we went straight for Pike Place Market because it's super famous and iconic and all those great things. Yeah. And we actually have a blurb from our Thousand Places book because we live and die by this book. Blurbase with Katie. Blurb. No one's going to think Blurbase is as funny as I do, but you know. Pike Place Market starts, Seattle is virtually surrounded by water, so any visit to this growing Pacific Rim metropolis should begin on the waterfront, with an earshot of the gulls and foghorns among the harbors that have always been its lifeblood. On Elliott Bay in the area of the Sea Aquarium, the exuberant Pike Place Market has been a Seattle institution since 1907, making it the oldest continuously operating farmer's market in the United States. A tourist trap loved by locals and visitors alike, it sprawls across seven city blocks and fills 16 multi-level buildings with 600 vendors speaking dozens of different languages. Yeah. I love loved it. I was not expecting to love it and I don't know if I just like read the description before we went there and then kind of forgot about it. I expected it to be much more touristy and tchotchke and yeah. you know cheap souvenirs type. Yeah, I was kind of worried we'd get there and it'd be like a gift shop where everyone's selling the same five keychains and that mm-hmm. kind of thing right. and it really wasn't. It's all just at all. t-shirts. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was worried about. 
Yeah, there was some of that, but not a lot. Yeah. Not nearly yeah. as much as I was expecting. Yeah, they were they like, were mixed in, but most of it was unique stuff. Well, so one of the places that we started, I mean, we started on the ground floor and then went up and there were straps and stuff inside. And then, you know, the third floor of the building, you get off and you're at street level still on a different street. And there's, you know, vendor stalls and stuff set up, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was people selling what well, was produce and it was also crafts and it was a lot, it was a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, there was, was a, a yeah, big was a like farmer's market section. They had a lot of local vegetables and fruit and stuff and then also they they had a stall for local honey and local cheeses yeah. and they had a big fish market i do remember that big flower yeah. stand yeah so yeah it was a lot more local produce people would go to do their grocery shopping which i wasn't expecting i thought it was gonna be all tourists yeah ton of people there ton of yeah it's packed and live music there too Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember it there. Like, pretty much every floor had somebody. Yeah. They had an outdoor bookstore. They did have a lot of craft booths. We saw one that had leather journals and, like, leather-bound journals. A couple of jewelry stands and stuff. But again, it was higher, nice stuff, higher right? quality yeah. stuff than I expected. It wasn't a lot of cheap tchotchkes. Yeah. So, overall, I was really impressed with Pike's Place. Marka and I liked it a lot more than I was expecting It was to. a cool yeah. introduction to the city. Yeah, and it was a nice place to just wander through. Like, some places like that you go to and you feel like everyone's pressuring you to buy something or whatever. And everyone was just kind of... Busy doing their thing. We're Wander here. through. If you, if you want, want something. something. Um, we spent some time in the bookstore there too because there is a bookstore and you know us, we can't walk away from a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After that, we wandered outside. We went and kind of explored the waterfront area, mm-hmm. which Pike's Place is right on the water, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff there. There's this big Ferris wheel that's really, really close to Pike's Place that's big and famous and you can go up in it and see all the way across the sound. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually ride in it. I don't remember why, but... It probably just cost. I think it was expensive or that it wasn't an expense we planned on or something. Yeah. Yeah. You can go up in it and see all the way across the sound if it's beautiful like it was when we were there. Otherwise, if it's rainy, I imagine the view is not quite so good. If you have the kind of weather luck that we do. And that's where I realized how beautiful it was, you know, looking across the water and there's just all white mountain peaks. And it's like, you feel like you're in a bowl of mountain. Yeah. Yeah. It really is like stunningly gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm obsessed with mountains. I know clearly we let you near them once and now you can't get it out of your head. We let you near them. <laughs> <laughs> Who let Josh near the mountains? Who let Josh go out Damn it! I'm just not used to seeing mountains with snow on top of them. I'm glad you like the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> there was a building outside that looked like it was it was a boat that was converted and it was on the pier. Do you remember this? It was the yellow and red building. Oh. Oh, vaguely. Do you remember what oh, that was? It was a restaurant. You it might have been. Right. I'm not seeing anything that really jumps out at me that would be right. Maybe it just was a boat. <laughs> it could have just been a boat. Maybe Josh just saw a boat. I mean, it could also be like oh, a boat that's like docked there that you can eat at, you know. <laughs> the yeah. point is, even though we can't find the boat slash restaurant slash boat restaurant, it looked pretty cool. It was yeah. very pretty. There may have been one. Yeah. And if it was there, we liked it. The waterfront is very scenic and it's it's nice to walk around. Yeah, it was beautiful. We were so lucky we got good weather. I think we talked about it multiple times over the course of the day that we couldn't believe it was sunny and clear skies and beautiful. Like accusing people from Seattle of lying. <laughs> it doesn't rain here, you assholes. It's nice here. What are you talking you about? You all lied to us. They lied to keep us away. So we're just going to move to Seattle in the summer. That's what we're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Dude, Seattle is awesome. I love Seattle. Me too. We kind of wandered into the city a little bit more. So we explored Post Alley, kind of cuts through Pike Place Market, and then we went to the Gum Wall. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's very cool, Josh hated very it. Gross. It's a wall that people stick their gum to. 
it's gross. It looks like a wall made out of gum. <laughs> it is a wall made out of gum. It's a wall that has gum all over it. That's so unsanitary. It's really gross. I it's know. very cool for pictures, but if you stand there thinking about it for like a second too long, you're like, this is so Especially disgusting. Especially now, like post-COVID, like looking back on it, oh, you're like, oh, no. Think about how many diseases are on that wall. <laughs> all of them, probably. Uh, probably all of them. Yeah. Didn't you say, I don't know if you told me this or if I read this somewhere near the, the gum wall, that they have to scrape it all off every few years because it gets so... Yeah. Ugh. I don't know if that's the one in, this, in Seattle or if there are other ones elsewhere, but yeah, I did read that. that like, it gets so disgusting. <laughs> they have to like scrape it down. And they must have away. biohazard suits to do that. I would. It's I would get, too. Yeah. It's going to get like so built up, it gets constricted, and you have like push your way through the old gum. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like closing in on you. You're going to give me nightmares about gum just like, like sticking yeah. to me. Like gum walls and like a trash compactor just like closing in. <laughs> Star I don't understand Wars. the gum wall being a landmark. I think that that's uh, weird. Yeah, but nevertheless, <laughs> not a huge fan. It was there, and we saw it. <laughs> we did see it. Yeah. I'm just right. picturing us standing there, like when they're in Star Wars, the trash compactor, <laughs> and the, the, the walls closing in. Just multicolored walls on gum. <laughs> Also, it wasn't like some of the gum wasn't... I'm sorry, like, I'm stuck on this. I know. The, the, the gum <laughs> wasn't in there like, But it was also like stringy gum, like hanging, and it was just like... Yeah, it's it like was, people tried to make shapes out of it. Right, like and it was stuck all... into one spot and stretched it out and stuck it to yeah. another spot. It was gross. But was... to be fair, it made for a cool picture, which was why we went down there. So we went down there, we got a couple pictures, and we left. Yeah, we did not spend a we lot of time in the We did not torture Josh by we spending time there. We also did not there. touch it. No. If you're not a germaphobe, go see the gum wall. If you are a germaphobe, maybe avoid. Maybe yeah. wear a hazmat suit when you go down there. I don't even know if it's still there after COVID. Uh. And then we wandered a little further and we came across the Love Lock Bridge, which is similar to the one in Paris where people put like their the, like padlock, a lock to one of the chain link fences on one of the bridges. Yeah. I heard that the one in Paris got so weighed down with all of the locks, they had to cut all of the locks off. I think so, and start over, yeah. And people started over almost immediately. But yeah, the one in Seattle apparently has not been there for as long or is not as well known because it didn't have that many locks on it. But yeah. there were still quite a few. Or they just started over. Maybe. Why is it the love lock? What does love have to do with it? You're supposed to write your names and the date your, that your relationship started or something and then lock it to the bridge and then throw the key away and it's supposed to mean you're going to be together forever. So if you get divorced or have it like break up, do you go back with bolt cutters and take it off? I probably would. Pro- people probably I'm, have. I'm petty like that. If you can <laughs> off. If you've padlocked your love to a fence, you'll stay together forever. That's the idea. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So we did not add a lock to the lock bridge. We just observed the lock bridge. <laughs> oh, honey, we should have added a lock. Eh, whatever. <laughs> stuck with me forever regardless. It's funny yeah, she thinks that. I'm stuck with her, not vice versa. So let's see, our next stop, we stopped at Top Pot Donuts, Mm -hmm. which is the official donut of the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that there wasn't. Oh no, did we support the Seattle Seahawks? Apparently. Unintentionally? We didn't buy donuts, we just bought coffee, so I don't think it counts. They got coffee, I don't drink coffee, so I don't get coffee, so I did not support the Seahawks in any way, shape, or form. Thank you very much. Okay, attitude, whatever. This is where I was realizing that Seattle was very hilly. I remember because we got the coffee, I'm like, Oh God, I have to start walking uphill again. It's very steep. It's Yeah, it's way more hilly than I thought too. I wasn't anticipating that when we went. I think we've talked about this before. That I always expect major urban areas to be flat and like yeah. grid-like. And so I was not prepared for Seattle to be a 45 degree incline. Right. That's what made it so pretty though. It was like you could see the city sweeping off. Like where you were, you could see different levels of the city. Right. And it just... It, 
it made it such a cool sight to see. Whereas, like, you know, Portland, well, like Portland, Portland was pretty much flat. Right, you can see more of the city because it's so, the gradient changed so much. Yeah, there's certain, of yeah. uh, our time in Seattle, where I remember looking down and seeing, like, the, the city below us, even, like, it was, it was very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We wandered, our leg muscles got some pretty significant exercise. Yeah. Once we got tired of climbing uphill, we turned around and went back downhill, back towards the waterfront. Yeah. So we ended up back towards Pike Place Market. We checked out a couple of the actual foresty tchotchke shops, which were cute and, you know, had the typical things you would expect, t-shirts and mugs and keychains and all that. And then we hit the crown jewel of Seattle. I didn't even remember this until we talked about this right before. Yeah, I didn't remember until you mentioned, and all of a sudden I had this, like, weird flashback of weird objects around me, and I was like, oh, Just, like, yeah. Just, totally blocked it all out. Yeah. <laughs> it was ye old curiosity shop. Yeah. The weirdest shit inside of it. Yeah. yeah. Apparently I mean, it's been there for years. I think the thing when I pulled it up on the map said it's been there since like 11 or something crazy. Yeah, it feels like the land time forgot. It, it was very weird. Age. It was not old enough. You can't call it ye old. <laughs> it's really strange. Yeah. Do we remember any specific things that yeah, were in there? Yeah, there was there? like a weird pirate statue, I remember. That's yeah. That's really struck it off in my head. I thought about that and then things came rolling back. Yeah. There were like mummies... Oh, no, Google says 1899. What, 1899? Okay. It's been there. I don't know how it has survived because it is bizarre. I wonder if the mummy's like the original owners. And there's like really creepy objects that are super expensive to buy. Yeah, like you can get like dehydrated corpses. Yeah. It was a bummy, no, a bunny, (laughs) a bummy money. It was a bummy money. It was a bunny dove for $265. It looks like they had a rabbit, a taxidermied rabbit and a taxidermied dove. Yeah. Chopped the head off the rabbit and the dove and stuck the head of the dove on the rabbit. No, no, other way around. Sorry. How dare I screw that up? They took the, <laughs> the rabbit head and put it on the bird's body. It and looked they wanted to sell it for two hundred and sixty something dollars. Yeah, it, it looked like what Sid does in Toy Story. <laughs> yes, like straight up just ripped the head off of something and attached it to something else. For no discernible reason. It was just bizarre. And like, I didn't even really remember this shop until they started talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, it's coming back to me. And we looked at some photos on Google and I was like, how could I have forgotten this? I think I repressed this memory. Well, and it's funny because I was thinking like, no, there's no way we would have gone to a shop this unusual and not taken pictures. But I think we genuinely thought it was a little creepy. I don't think we wanted to take pictures because we were like, I might get a curse or something in here. It's like shriveled up hands and glass cases. Like a hand of glory from Harry Potter. Yeah, like just of, weird stuff. There were bugs in cases. There were also like Legos. So, you know, there's some happy stuff in there too. Yeah, it yeah, was almost it like was the like... juxtaposition was what creeped me out. Yeah. It was like yeah. dead shriveled mummy mini body kind of thing next, next to, to Legos. Legos. And you're like, what is what is happening in here? What's <laughs> the vibe? Yeah. Oh, there's, and Captain America's shield was on the wall, too? Yeah. yeah. It was such a weird mix. Yeah. No sense of what was going on in that store. It was just very uncomfortable. It was very strange. Yeah. So we didn't buy anything at Ye Old Curiosity Shop. If you're um, into some creepy stuff, maybe worth out. a stop. If you want a bunny dove. <laughs> now you know where to find one. You should put it next to the dove bunny, which Somebody, is just the opposite <laughs> configuration. Somebody in the world goes, oh, I've been looking for one of those. No, I know where to find it. Perfect. Oh, gosh. That happened. 
Um, so after being sufficiently creeped out for the rest of the day, we decided we were going to go get some food and do something a little more normal. Mm-hmm. So we went for a really late lunch slash early dinner. I think it was 3.30 or 4 o'clock. Yeah, it was a weird day. time of day. And we went to the Sound View Cafe, which is in Pike Place Market. Nate stuck us in this sunny table in the corner and then basically ignored us for the rest of the time. Mm. We did get food eventually, but it was a long time coming. Yeah. We were just there at a weird time and like, we were very clearly there to chill and hang out and so we were okay with it yeah so it had a nice view of the sound it's beautiful view i think that's it the reason gorgeous. i wasn't upset about it i was like you can take his time because i'm yeah. enjoying this view it was the yeah. top floor of, Pike, of one of the buildings of pike place and it looked right out under the water yeah. yeah and when we did get our food the food was really good we noted it in the journal we got crab cakes and french fries and uh, steak and cheese and beer yeah um i pulled I, up their menu as it stands right now apparently they, they no longer have any of those things <gasps> which is sad how dare they so we hung out there for probably a couple hours. Ate yeah. food, hung out, enjoyed the sunshine, had a chill afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. We went to Rocky Mountain Chocolate Shop because we needed dessert. Of course. Obviously. When you say Rocky Mountain, I keep thinking Rocky Mountain oysters. I do too. <laughs> we didn't eat those. No. Did not have any Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> nope. Unfortunately. No. We, what, no, but Katie can tell us what we did get. We got a candy apple, which is becoming a road trip tradition. I think we've had one on almost every road trip. Yeah. Not all of them. I don't think I had one. I think we had one, I like, at two unintentionally, and then we were like, oh, apparently this is a thing we do. Let's keep this going. Yeah. No, you guys split it, and I had something different. Well, then we continued our tradition, and you did your own thing. Yeah. I started my own tradition. So, we got our, our treats, and we went back to the KOA for the night. We noted in our road trip journal, we were very excited about discovering that two of our sleeping bags can be zipped together to make one mega sleeping bag <laughs> this was like life-changing and we, we figured out how zippers work guys <laughs> yeah so that made life a little easier since josh and i were sharing an air mattress it made it a little easier to like and do you remember how excited we were about that and then we were like i mean this makes sense that They're does the make sense same zippers brand. are generally pretty much interchangeable in the same brand of sleeping same. bag so we snuggled into our koa for the night this is my first experience with a koa Oh, that's right. What did you think? It was actually really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had a bunch of RVs and then you had campsites and there were decent plots and fire pit. Yeah. You know, showers, bathrooms and all that. And I didn't realize that they had public bathrooms. I guess that makes sense. But mm-hmm. It makes um, life so much easier when you're camping. Yeah. Yeah. Was, you see why we love them. And I think you could still see Mount Rainier from our campsite too. That was, that's a running thing that happened. You could see Mount Rainier from pretty much everywhere. I know you kept telling us about it. Even. <laughs> I was super excited. <laughs> you about do remember that. You right? were like, guys, I can see Mount Rainier. And we were like, uh-huh. yeah, it's a mountain. We're 15 feet to the left of where we were <laughs> two seconds ago. Yep. You can still see it. I like that you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed KOA. I'm glad you enjoyed Mount Rainier. I'm glad that you enjoyed being able to see Mount Rainier at every second of every day. Mount Rainier is fucking huge. And I didn't realize you could see it. Because we were, how many miles were we from Mount Rainier? I don't know, a lot. I'm surprised you didn't Google it. (laughs) You probably did. It probably Probably did, did, yeah. Now you understand our love for KOA. Yeah. Do you understand my love of mountains? Yeah. It's nature. Deciduous nature. (laughs) (laughs) It's not deciduous. We're getting a little off track here. So, mistakes were made for this section, guys. What do you think? I don't know. Do we have any? I feel like Seattle part one was pretty flawless. Yeah. It was a good time. I enjoyed Seattle. Enjoyed all the stops. The day started with a treehouse. Not really much to complain about. All right. We'll yeah, put it down as a, as a flawless, mistake-free <laughs> stop. There you go. <laughs> I like it. We'll continue this trend. Yes. Is this the first, or have you had other mistake-free stops? We've had a couple think, here and there. I think we've had a few. Yeah. There's usually like one or two on each road trip that are like, yeah, that day was pretty good. All right, so for next week, make sure you come back. We'll be talking more about Seattle because we love Seattle and we couldn't get enough. Yeah, and there's always more to do. Yeah. And until next time.
Enjoy your ride in the getaway car. Bye. Bye. Bye.